healing for your possessions. Hello, my wonderful friends. This is Joseph Helen, and I want to take you straight to this beautiful episode. This is our fourth episode on healing for your possessions. Did you know that you can actually get the things that you own to be healed? Did you know that some of the sicknesses and diseases that you suffer could be as a result of your environment? They could be as a result of your unhealed environment. You see, if you live in an unhealthy environment, you will be unhealthy. If you live in a sick environment, you will be sick. If you live in an environment that is contaminated, that contamination will get to you. So this is the reason why I want to teach you from scriptures how to get your environment healed. Now, if you look at the Bible in the book of 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 19, the Bible says, And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord seeth, but the water is not, and the ground barren. Now, this is in a place called Jericho, and Elisha had just got his anointing from Elijah, because Elijah was caught up into heaven in a whirlwind. And after Elijah went up to heaven, the anointing that was upon Elijah came upon Elisha. And Elisha immediately took the mantle of leadership over the sons of the prophets. And as he went to Jericho, the sons of the prophets there said, Master, this place is good. Everything is pleasant in this city of Jericho. There is nothing wrong except for the fact that the water here is sick. The water is ill the water does not help. It causes anyone who drinks it to become barren and it brings disease into the lives of those that drink it. And the Bible says in verse 20 of 2 Kings chapter 2, and he said, bring me a new cruise and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. Now, you've got to understand that in those days, the prophets, even today, prophets use what we call prophetic materials. They use things when they want to heal people, when they want to prophesy, when they want to serve God. You'll find prophets using anointing oil. You'll find them using water. You'll find them in this case, the prophet is using salt. So don't think a prophet is weird or crazy when they tell you, take some salt and sprinkle it in water, dip your feet in it and things like that. Yeah, don't think it's crazy. It's biblically correct when one is in the office of a prophet for them to use what we call prophetic materials. Now, Jesus used anointing oil. In the book of Mark chapter 5, verse 13, he taught his disciples to anoint people with oil to heal them, you know. In the book of James as well, chapter 5, and 13, 14, 15, is there anyone among you that is unwell? Let them call the elders, and the elders will pray for them, anointing them with oil, and the prayer of faith, will raise the, the person who is sick from the bed of sickness and if they've sinned they shall be forgiven of their sins. So you see there are materials that were used. Moses used a rod to do his work and you can go on and on and on. David used a sling to do his work. He killed Goliath using a sling and a stone you see and it can just go on and on and on. All prophets had certain things they used because prophets uh, communicated to by God through similitudes, through similes, something similar to. And that's the reason why a prophet can walk five steps ahead and they'll tell you in five months this and that will happen to you. That's how they are called to operate. So if you're not called to operate as a prophet, please don't criticize them or don't think that they're weird or crazy or unbiblical. All the things they do are the scripture. So here is Elisha using 
salt. Look, salt doesn't purify water. <laughs> Are you seeing that? But because the Spirit of God instructed Elisha to do that, he took salt, put it in a container, stirred it up, and poured it into the river whose waters were bitter, whose waters were bringing sickness and barrenness. Having done that, the waters became purified. Up to today, if you go to Jericho, if you visit the Holy Land, they will show you that river, that fountain of water that Elisha purified. It still has beautiful, clean, pure, sweet waters to date, so many years later. Do you see? So this is to demonstrate to you that you can heal the things that are around you. So when you go to the supermarket or to a store and you buy things, make sure that you sanctify them. Make sure you say, I sanctify this dress in the mighty name of Jesus. It shall be for holy use. As it touches my body, it shall not bring me any problem. It shall only bring me help. It will stand for righteousness because garments in the Bible stand for righteousness. And if you buy groceries or if you buy food, you say, I sanctify this one. It will be for holy use in my body. Because it's blessed and sanctified, sickness and disease and barrenness is also removed from it. Do you realize that sickness and disease and barrenness tends to come from either the food or the water that people take? Have you ever noticed that? Throughout the Bible, we're given examples of people being barren because of the food they ate or because of the water they drank. So sometimes you might be having issues, sicknesses, diseases, barrenness, including financial barrenness. You see, if there's physical barrenness, you'll also end up with financial barrenness. You'll start finding that even though you're supposed to be very successful and prosperous, you find that you're living from hand to mouth or you can barely make it, you know. Or you make lots of money, but you're always in debt. You see, that's called financial barrenness. So consecrate the things that are around you. Let your environment be healed. And then you'll find that your body will also get healed. So you say, my house is healed in the name of Jesus. The seats that I sit on are healed in the name of Jesus. They're sanctified. They're purified. They're for holy use in the mighty name of Jesus. I purify them. I sanctify them. I declare them holy and clean. So demons cannot use them as the launching pads for all manner of evil and all manner of sicknesses and diseases, including barrenness. So sanctify your tap water when you go to your kitchen. Touch that tap and say in the mighty name of Jesus, any water that's dispensed from this tap shall be pure, clean, purified, holy. In the name of Jesus, it shall not bring sickness, it shall not bring barrenness, it shall not bring death. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, in the New Testament now, unless you're a prophet or in the uh, office of a prophet, you don't have to use any prophetic material. Your words are sufficient. You just use your words and your hands. Touch and declare the water that is dispensed from this tap is healed in the mighty name of Jesus and that water is going to bring help. It's going to bring health in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing will die as a result of consuming this water. And then do the same with your gas cooker. Do the same with your electric devices. Do the same with your phones, your computers. Just make sure they're healed. Do the same with your car. Declare that this car shall not bring death. It shall not bring any form of confusion or trouble. In the mighty name of Jesus, this car is going to transport me from point A to point B. There shall be no death. There shall be no accidents. There shall be no misfortunes. In the name of Jesus. That's how you bring healing in your environment. So here, Elisha heals water that was killing people and water that was bringing barrenness. And verse 20 let me just read verse 20 again from 2 Kings chapter 2. 
And he said, Bring me a new cruise and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. In verse 21, And he went forth unto the spring of the waters and cast the salt in there and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. Imagine that water even cost the land to be barren. The land was not producing the agricultural produce that's useful for people to, to eat. The water just messed up everything. Now, the problems in your house could be caused by a simple thing like that. Water, your electric connection. You see, the devil likes to use the very same things that we use as his conduit for the manifestations of his evil. But if you consecrate them, you say, but the electric circuit in this house is consecrated and purified. It shall bring light the same way the word of God brings light in Jesus' name. Then your electricity is not going to electrocute people, bringing death and troubling people, you know. There, there are people who've died because of electrocution, not because there was any short circuit or some problem with the wiring, but because the devil used that conduit or that circuit to manifest or to spearhead his deathly purposes. You can stop him. Okay, And you can do the same with anything that's in your house. Your pets. You must pray over your pets because sometimes demons enter into pets. And when they enter into pets, they use those pets to somewhat launch demonic attacks against the family. So you find you're always quarreling with your spouse or you're always quarreling with your children. You're never at peace when you go to sleep. You are tossing to and fro like a ship on a rolling tide. You're not able to just lie down with sweet sleep because the Bible says he gives his beloved good sleep. So pray over your, your pets as well. Pray over practically everything. Pray over your parking lot. Pray over your store. Pray over the, the cistern. Pray over anything. Touch the walls of your house. Touch the windows. Touch the doors. I'm not saying you should do that all the time, but ever so often. Because sometimes the spiritual power that we release wears out. Do you remember how Paul got handkerchiefs taken out of his body? And these handkerchiefs were used to heal the sick and they were used to uh, even cast out demons. But the power on the handkerchiefs faded off. The power wore out with time. So ever so often, maybe once in a while, once in two months or once in a month, just make sure you're praying over everything. Or as you're walking out, touch the door and say, this door is blessed, sanctified in the mighty name of Jesus. But do this much more with your food and with your drink, okay? The Bible says the waters were healed unto this day according to the saying of Elisha which he spake. That is in Second Kings 2 and verse 22. Okay, now this is so significant. If I take you to another scripture, in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 38, the Bible says, And Elisha came again to Gilgal. Gilgal means the shame of Egypt has been rolled away. The shame of Egypt has been rolled away. And there was a dearth in the land. That means there was famine in the land. There was drought and famine. And the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said unto his servant, Set on the great pot and seed pottage for the sons of the prophets. So he was saying, Can you make some vegetable stew for the sons of the prophets to eat. And one went out into the field to gather herbs. So one went out into the field to gather herbs. And when this one gathered herbs, he found a wild vine and gathered thereof wild gourds. Okay. He slapped full and came and shed them into the pot of pottage. For they knew them not. So this son of the prophet did not know that the words that he had collected were poisonous ones. They are poisonous words. Just like I mentioned to you some time ago. 
that they're poisonous cassavas. Not everything that looks like a potato or cassava or a butternut is to be eaten or pumpkins. So this guy thought this must be pumpkins or butternut or something. So we can take them in their green state and shred them and make some nice vegetable stew. But it was dangerous, it was poisonous. So verse 40 says, So they poured out for the men to eat, and it came to pass, that is Second Kings chapter 4, verse 40. So they poured out for the men to eat, and it came to pass, as they were eating of the pottage, that they cried out and said, O thou man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat thereof. This thing started causing convulsions. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. It started causing them to foam in their mouth, and there was convulsions, and people were having it rough and they were about to die. So they cried to the man of God. And verse 41, But he said to them, Then bring meal. And he cast it into the pot. And he said, Pour out for the people that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. So he took flour, you know, normal flour, like wheat flour. And because I told you before the prophets use prophetic material to do their things. For a prophet to perform a miracle, he needs to touch something and use that thing to cause that miracle to happen. And that's because the Spirit of God tells them to operate like that. Just like a teacher uses a, a, a marker on a whiteboard or a piece of chalk on a blackboard. Or as a, a person who operates chemistry uses their test tubes and all that. The same, same way, any person who is prophetic will use prophetic material. So in this case, he used flour. In the previous case, he used salt. So he took flour, poured into this poisonous substance, and the poison completely ended. It just was removed miraculously, and they were able to eat, and they were full, and they were happy, and life went on. Isn't that amazing? Glory to Jesus forevermore. So you can do the same with your food. You can do the same with your water. You can do the same with any material, anything that you have in your house. Please purify them and make sure that the devil has no room in them. Remember, Satan will not attack, neither will he inhabit anything that you have sanctified or anything that you have purified. This is the reason why it's possible to cast out demons from your body because you're now the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're purified and sanctified by the blood of Jesus. You are consecrated by the blood of Jesus. So when you tell demons to leave, they will have to leave because your body is purified and sanctified. They cannot inhabit a place that is clean. Demons are like flies. They will not stay in a place that's clean. Flies like rotten places. And this is why we tell people not to be bitter. When you're bitter, there's rot in your heart and demons will live in there. When you forgive people and you let go of the offenses, you don't have to associate with somebody after forgiving them. You can forgive people and let them go. You can even forgive people and cut off from them completely. That's okay. Yeah, as long as you have forgiven from your side. When you do that, you become a purified person whose heart is clean and pure and demons cannot inhabit you. So here is a great prophet of God doing amazing things here. The great prophet of God has actually purified and sanctified water in the first case and then he purifies and sanctifies food that was already causing death. It was already causing death. Now, in your life, you might have problems, physical health problems, you know, ailments and things like that, that are probably caused by your environment. They are probably not even coming from your body because in these two cases, the barrenness was coming from the water in the first case. And in the second case, the death was coming from food 
the wrong food that they were eating. So this also means you need to start practicing eating of the right kind of food, okay? If you're always filling your body with so much carbonated drinks, soda, too much sugar, and too much fast food, those things will bring you disease. So please look after your body because it's the temple of the Holy Ghost. But what I want you to understand is that you have a mouth and that mouth has power. And with that power, you can consecrate things, you can sanctify things. And when you do, then demons that bring infirmity, sickness and disease cannot inhabit those things. And by extension, they will not be able to attack you. For that reason, you can remain in physical health and you can be strong and beautiful. Apart from that, you'll save a lot of money because your vehicles won't keep breaking down all the time. Your computers, your laptops, your phones, your electronic gadgets, you know, your cooker, your whatever you use in your kitchen will not be getting broken down. So your fridge is ever being repaired and things like that. Your bulbs are ever blowing up. You see, if you've done everything scientific and they're still blowing up, then it must be spiritual. If you've got your things repaired in the kitchen, your fridge, your microwave, and they still break down, then there's something spiritual. You need to lay hands on them, touch the fridge, touch the microwave and say, in the name of Jesus, I consecrate you, I purify you. You'll be for holy use. So evil spirit and clean spirits cannot operate in you causing trouble you see demons like doing something called trap of death a demon might look for an opening for example if something scratches you and then the, a wound just develops there and it just won't get healed you see normally if there's a wound and you bandage it it should set and heal but if it's not it means there's a demon there you got to consecrate that part of your body and cast the spirit out say you spirit that is causing this wound to fester this wound is not healing because of an evil spirit here i cast you out and in a few days three to four days you'll find that wound is drying up and getting healed okay so you've got to understand that your environment can contribute towards you being healed or you being sick and if you're wise you're going to do your level best in the mighty name of Jesus, you're going to do your level best to bring healing and deliverance to your environment. That's so important, okay? Do the same with your children. You know, you can have children who are ever falling sick. Yeah, your children are ever falling sick. You know, they're ever coming from school. Oh, mommy, there's a headache. Oh, daddy, my stomach is aching. Oh, children are throwing up all the time take your hands place on their tummies on their forehead consecrate your children purify your children and bring healing remember you are a minister of healing you can actually heal jesus said that anyone who believes can heal the sick they'll touch the sick and the sick shall recover you can start with your children and after having started with your children then you can move on to your own body or maybe start with your own body after starting with your own body, then go to your children, and then after that, go to your possessions, the things around you, things in your environment, and bring healing to them. When you do that, ladies and gentlemen, you'll find yourself enjoying a wonderful time. By the way, I'm recording this episode, this podcast, while I'm driving. Yeah, I've put my phone in a nice place, and I'm using my phone to record this episode for you so that you are blessed. You see, thank God for some of these gadgets. They can be used to communicate so easily in such a, an easy and beautiful way. So that's what I'm doing for you right now. I'm recording this thing while I am on the road. There's been quite some traffic where I am. 
I've been in traffic for the last hour or so, and I thought instead of just sitting there waiting for the traffic to clear, why not minister to God's people? All right, you wonderful people, I love you so very much. Thank you so much for listening to me. If this message has touched you and if this message is changing your life, please share with your friends. But apart from that, subscribe to this podcast and then favorite them. Just click onto that little star that you see there so that every time I upload a new podcast, you can be notified and you become one of the first people to listen to it. Share this with your friends. Share widely because this is the word of God that's forever established in heaven. It will work forever. It never grows old. The word of God never grows old. It works forever. Okay, so share widely and share broadly with your friends. Okay, apart from that, if you are touching your heart and you'd like to uh, support this broadcast using your finances, then you can use my number plus two five four seven two two seven three five nine two one plus two five four seven two two seven three five nine two one you can use any mobile money transfer application that works in your country okay i love you so very much thank you for listening to me i look forward to talking to you again in the next episode my name is joseph helen bye bye